Daniel Jones brings his team to the line. In his first playoff start, he played like a great player tonight. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say but what a day, how's your boy been? I let him get up. Nothing to do, it's, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say but it's okay. All right, good morning, it's four o'clock. One hour left, I can't believe that. I, I, I wish I was in here, I was walking in when I heard that. The Diamondbacks are chanting Mad Dog as they're celebrating? With the champagne, they're chanting Mad Dog? Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Unbelievable. I I saw the coach reference it. like the, I think they asked him pregame about it. it. It was making kind of national news. And I heard the... the he's like, I'm surprised this is getting such press. Who cares about me? Yeah, well, you'd be surprised. You still got it. But, I mean, hey, listen, you use what you can use, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. Chanting Mad Dog. Because one radio host, I mean, geez, we say all kinds of dumb things. One radio host doesn't think you can win, and that's going to be, hey, good for you. First, they brought Piazza to New York. Right. <laughs> now, now they, they sent the Phillies home. Now they sent the Phillies home. Unbelievable. And by the way, just Mad Dog this time. Yes, just Mad Dog. Well, yeah. I'm sure if you asked Mike, it was just him who brought Piazza, so. Uh, amazing, amazing. That is. What's so he going to try to do now to one up dog? I know that is so funny. Can't imagine the threats that are coming on the podcast. Okay. I know. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you right now. If Zach Wilson throws three touchdowns, I'll tell you right now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, amazing. I can't believe. It's like this. The Sal. I mean, they really care about this. You got Sal in Atlanta. You got Evan and the, the, the Rays and the cheating thing. Like, they really pick up on this stuff. I mean, I know you try and get an advantage. I mean, we watched the documentary with Jordan, right? I know it's cliche to bring it up every time something like this. But he made he made stuff up to get mad about. So I, I get it. I get the idea of extra motivation, bullet bulletin board material, like the, the old cliche line. But, geez, Chris Russo doesn't think you can win two games in Philadelphia. And mad dog. Mad Dog. Unbelievable. I thought someone was chugging Mad Dog 2020. Do you remember that drink? Like, terrible. Uh, it was like, I was like, I never really drank it, but it was like a popular, you would hear about it. It's like wine. It's like really uh, alcoholic, like really strong wine that you would buy at a 7 Eleven. And then we got into Mad Dog 2020. I think that's what it was called, Mad Dog 2020. 877 337 6666. But those Phillies did choke. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All they needed was one game at home. They scored three runs in the last two games, six and seven. They get beat four to two last night. The Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series. I'm not sure anybody will watch from this point on. But amazingly enough, that little scrappy team that won 84 games that you can't tell me is better than 
I mean, the even the Yankees and Mets is presently constituted who had miserable seasons. You can tell me the, the Diamondbacks are that much better? They're not. Our teams aren't that far off. It gives us hope. It's a crapshoot. 877-337-6666. Rob and Rockland. What's up, Rob? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing um, great, man. Listen, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm doing so good. So good. Great. Uh, that's great, man. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. The Jets, uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think, you know, I listen, I look at the fact that Zach's playing a lot better this year. Doesn't have a lot of turnovers. Um, managing the game. And, you know, we've already faced the defenses that scare, that scare me. So, you know, I, and when and when you look at the fact that we got Garrett Wilson, when you look at the fact that we got uh, Brees Hall, you know, this is a game he can go after and do absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous things. And so, you know, Zach is going to have to win us games on this season at some point. But I, I, I don't think against this Against this team, that, that this is the week that you got to do it. Um, no, I really don't. I mean, listen, we'll, we'll see. I mean, this giant defense has played a whole lot better. The linebacking core has played a whole lot better. Uh, they got after the quarterback finally this week. I know everybody sacks uh, Howell, but they did get six sacks in the game. Um, they played pretty well, and this defense put up a good effort against Buffalo as well. And you know they're somewhat talented. If, if these two young cornerbacks – can play the way they've played. You know Sexy Dexy up front. Thibodeau's getting after the quarterback a little bit more. Bobby Okereke and Mike, uh, Michael McFadden have been much better at the linebacker position. If they can shut down the run, which I think they're capable of, between Dexter Lawrence and Leonard, Mar- and, uh, Leonard Williams, if they decide they're going to stack the box and make sure Brees Hall doesn't beat them, Zach Wilson's going to have to make plays. And you're right, they've got Garrett Wilson, they've got Lazard, they've got playmakers, no doubt about it. But And and the, the Giants are inexperienced in the defensive backfield, but still... They're gonna if they put the if they put the ball in the hands of Zach Wilson. I'm sorry, you can tell me all you want. I'm not com- if I'm a Jet fan. I'm not confident in that. I'm just not confident in him. I mean, uh, ha- has he not well, has he has he not been as bad as the New England game the last couple of weeks? Great. He's he's not been the worst thing you've ever seen. And af- afraid to throw the football. Yeah, great. He's been better than that. But when the game's on the line, let's be honest. He has a chance to go ice the game against Denver. He throws the interception. He's got the chance to take a drive in a game that he played well in, in Kansas City. Uh, uh, to go take right. the lead and go win the game, he fumbles the ball. Like, right? I mean, and and yeah. last and last week, they're playing. It's again, it is Philadelphia. It is the defending NFC champion. But they were winning the turnover battle three nothing, and all they had to do was not get that fourth turnover, and they lose that football game because if they don't throw that last pick, they punt it away to Zach Wilson, and I don't think Zach Wilson takes them down the field. Quite honestly, right, right. Well, listen, uh, you know, he hasn't made. Other than, yeah, the fumble and stuff like that, he hasn't just had, you know, that, that outside of New England, real terrible game. And, uh, you know, I, I just feel like he's got enough weapons here. And he's not – let's be honest. Let's be honest. The Giants' defense, we really don't know what they are. But I will say, you know, offensively, the Giants have nothing for this Jet defense. I don't think Zach Wilson – Yeah, I mean, I think that's the better argument. I think, I think that's the better yeah. argument, yeah. I, I, I do right. listen, and, and this Jets offense, this Giants offense hasn't scored, has the least amount of points in the league. This Jet off, this Giant offense stinks. We're all, we're all, yeah, we're, and I, we're and all I celebrating a win like, over Washington. I, they scored 14 points. Yeah, and I may be wrong about this, but I really do feel like this is the game where the Jets are going to really open things up. I feel like if they, if they, 
you know, some of those younger guys that are waiting in the wings, you know, uh, the rookie running back, you know, the tight end out of, out of uh, uh, Jeremy Rucker, you know, I feel like they, if they get, now that it's after the bye, kind of insert these guys more, Josh Gibson, you know, and, and get these guys, just because you haven't gotten much from a lot of the veterans out there. <clears throat> but I really feel like this is a game where, you know, after the bye week where this offense could actually really start to put it together. All right, I mean, and if not yeah. now, when? Well, I, if not I, now, when? Exactly. You know I, I, mean? so, I completely agree with you, but here's the problem: I still think it's not now. And I, and I'll, I'll, but you're right. I think this game, obviously, it means more for the Giants because I think their season's over if they lose it, and I think you could see them trade Saquon Barkley if they lose it. But for the Jets, it's a question of if not now, if not now, when? And who are you? You you mentioned off the buy and getting the. I mean, the, listen. This Jet offense still uh, still struggles, and it would be very Jet-like to come out of this bye week off of that win against Philadelphia and lay an egg. Like, that's what, that's what they've been doing. And Zach Wilson, that's like the history of the Jets. And Zach Wilson, I'm sorry. I haven't seen a damn thing out of this kid that makes me feel any better about him. I, I just, other than not turning the ball over and not losing games, and I'm uh, fine, uh, fine. But... I don't. I think this this giant defense is pretty good. It's not great. It's not as good as the Jets' defense. It's not. It's not maybe the best defense the Jets have even faced so far. That's fair. But this giant defense legit. I think it's pretty good. They got past their tackling woes early on. The 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 young defensive backs have started to stabilize. Like I think this and the linebacking cores especially. Bobby Okereke is starting to figure out how to play in Wink Martindale's system, and he looks scary good. He looks scary good. He was the best. He was the best player on the field against Buffalo. Either team. He was the best player on the field. So, I think this is going to be a really tightly con- contested game. I really do. I think this is going to be a hard-fought, tightly contested game. And then it's going to come down to who can make plays. And right now, yeah, I, I would probably put that in the Jets' favor because I do think this defense makes plays. I don't know if the Giants' defense make plays. I know they made a couple against Washington, but ultimately, which team has shown more uh, uh, an ability to defensively make plays that change the game? It's the Jets. But offensively, I think it's the same thing. If the Giants decide to stack the box and do everything they can to make sure this Jet run game doesn't get going, and they put the hands in Zach, the ball in the hands of Zach Wilson, I don't think Zach Wilson's capable of of anything right now. I have no idea what Zach Wilson's capable of. But I don't. I, if I'm a Jet fan, I'm certainly not beating my chest saying he's going to get all these young kids involved. Suddenly, he's going to get players who weren't involved all year. This is the all oh, they installed it in the bye week, and out come the Jets. Yeah, sure. That's because you're riding high off a win against Philadelphia. Look around the NFL, my friend. Look around the NFL and see how many good wins are followed by miserable performances over and over and over again. This is not you. You think you've hit some uh, kind of stride. You think, you think you've hit some kind of stride because you beat Denver and had a great game against uh, Philadelphia? I mean, maybe. Maybe. But let's not act like they've already done it or we know that or we've uh, he's proven that. Because the fact is, he didn't. Fact is, going to ice the game against Denver, he throws a pick and needs his defense to save his ass. Now, they're there to do it. And they have been there to do it over the last couple of weeks, but... I mean, ultimately, would you be surprised if the first three drives of the Jets are three and out, three and out, three and out? I would not be surprised at all. 
I would not be surprised at all. And I expect it from the Giants, quite honestly. Robbie and Lake Success, what's up, Robbie? Uh, Chris, before I get to the football, seasons in sports after, you know, mean nothing. I mean, we've been talking about this now in I all know. sports. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, unbelievable. You got a World Series of a 500 team, and right, Texas had a really good year. They knocked off Houston. That was impressive. But mm-hmm. Arizona, I mean, listen, yeah. I went to one baseball game this year. I went to the last day game. Uh, uh, you know, for the for the Mets of the year it was like at the end of September, middle of September, and I saw Arizona and the Mets killed them. I mean, it was like I mean, it, I understand it's one regular well, season game, and the Yankees took two out of three against them too at the end of the year. But that, means, I mean, it doesn't it, mean anything. Fourthly, the regular season means nothing, nothing. You, you, why does anybody even go? <laughs> I mean, okay, aside, and why do we even talk about it? I mean, I mean, it's crazy. All right, getting to my thoughts. I will talk before the you know before the game, but I'll call you one more time. I'm analyzing this. I'm listening. Sa- sure. Sal, you're an analytical guy, and I'm scared because Sal every time Sal makes a pick, mm. he's wrong. I mean, he picked the you know, the, the Braves, the Mets are taking over. So that scares me. I'm, but obviously, that's stupidity and it's nonsense. He's he's just playing games on the radio and going up against uh, his partner and making making radio talk. Um, I'm nervous about this game in one respect. What you just said. The Jets have a better defense. I think they make plays, big big time plays. Uh, Hall scares me. He's yeah, a great... Jet, <clears throat> Jets have a better almost everything. Let's, let's, Ever, almost uh, I mean, they have a better special teams unit. At least they have someone who could field a punt. Uh, I mean, exactly. I mean, the 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 Jets have a better defense, uh, uh, and unfortunately, just because uh, you know someone's got to be better, the Jets have a better offense too. They've scored more points. But so, but, I mean, he, but but here's the X factor. Emotion, what this game means to the Giants, and I agree with you. It's going to be a, it's going to come down to one or two big plays. Can look every week is a different week. The Giants don't blow anybody out ever, no. but they can win this game on on getting to Wilson. He makes a stupid pick, hundred percent, or a fumble. This is going to be an emotional. Dog fight. I'm going to be sitting. In, it's funny. Yeah. I'm sitting in the same uh, section as Morass. Ironically, you know, we're in the same section, so I want to give it on the air because they're looking up on him. But uh-huh. are you are you going? No, I'm not going to be there. No. Oh, listen, you'll you'll see it a different angle. I mean, but I, the last Giant check, I, mean, I went to the, uh, the the Victor Cruz game. Uh, this means a lot, and, and I'll I'll tell you, I, I right now, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm very fair. I, I see the Jets winning a dog fight. Yeah, but. But what I say means nothing right. because everybody, it, it, it's all the actions on the field and, and with emotion and, and with, with a big time play here. Uh, this is our Super Bowl, Chris. We win this game. You know, then we possibly could springboard. And, yeah. you know, no, I, th- I think it's an incredibly important game for the Giants. And I do, I listen, I, I agree with you. I would be shocked. I'd be shocked if, at, at you know, some in the fourth quarter it's going to be a one-score game. Like, I, I agree. I, 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 I doubt very much it's going to be – like, I, I would definitely think that. I think it's going any, to be a one-score right. game in the fourth quarter. Any Jets fan or Giant fan thinks it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. These games I don't, don't know how you out. could possibly think that. No, nah, well, there are. There are people that go, no, oh, the Jets are so much better. They're going to they score by three touchdowns, and they're going to destroy the Giants. Yeah. And the Giants are not going to destroy the Jets. The Giants are going to uh, – and I would, by the way, um, if there's any way that Jones is well enough to get in for a series, I would dress him, and I'll tell you why. Because if we would have had him on that one play to do a quarterback sneak, he wasn't ready. I get it, but I was thinking to myself. I think I brought this up on the air against Buffalo. I would, I would rather have Jones get in there for that one play and, and try to push the ball over the goal line. 
because he's really good at that. I know he's been stopped too. But well, I mean, he's got a neck injury though. I'm not. Br- I'm not I, bringing I, him back just for the I one know. play and calling the no, no, and, no, and calling a quarterback right. sneak. I, I'm just. I'm just playing fantasy and stupidity. No, I, well, I understand. But my my point is, if he's remotely healthy to play, then he plays. I'm not gonna. If, if it's like I'm not sure he can play, but I know he's good for a quarterback sneak. That doesn't make much sense. Okay, and I and I do agree with you on that. You're not gonna trust the guy to you know. But but also like the old Willis Reed factor. The guy. Yeah. If he's well enough to suit up. Yeah. Okay, and give the Jets a thought this in the back of their This mind. isn't game seven of the NFL, yeah, right, uh, the NBA I Finals. That. I mean, you and, know, and this is like, like Aaron Rodgers. And he's not Willis Reed. He's not, Willis, uh, he's not Willis Reed either, Robbie. I mean, <laughs> the backup, I mean, you know, the backup didn't play better than Willis Reed. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor's been better. Tyrod Taylor's been better. You think Daniel Jones is going to run out onto the field, you know, have the first drive, go right down the field, score a touchdown, and then take the rest of the game off because it's too much? I mean, come on, stop, stop. You think the Jet? Do you think the Giants are going to have some sort of like unbelievable amount of energy flow through them and the whole building because Daniel Jones takes the field? Half the fan base is ready to draft a quarterback. It's not. He's not Willis Reed. I mean, come on. I'm not even sure he's the better quarterback right at this moment. I mean, I still think you got to play him. And I'm sure, I, I mean, I do think he is the best quarterback. But, like, at the moment, if you told me one of the two of them is going to it's 50-50 who would play the better game. Dan Jones is coming off an injury and hasn't played in a few weeks, and I just don't know. I mean, ultimately, I think he's the better quarterback over Tyrod Taylor, and that's why I want him out there as soon as he's healthy and Andrew Thomas is there because I want to see what this team can be. I don't believe the ceiling is as high with Tyrod Taylor. But, I mean, the idea that he's going to hobble out there and suddenly the Giants are going to run through a wall because Daniel Jones made the effort. I mean, I don't see it. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. So in the interest of uh, full disclosure and keeping up with the uh, the story, I got to tell you that apparently the model who uh, John Stamos accused of uh, cheating on him with Tony Danza is denying it on some level. She's saying they were on a break, very much like Ross and Rachel, uh, that they were already broken up and that she was surprised to see. I guess I misquoted uh, the story because I guess he did get in the house or something because she rem- she's claiming that like he was there or she saw him around the property or whatever, and she was like puzzled why he was there, that they had been broken up, and then she started dating Tony Danza. So she's claiming that it was not a cheating scandal, that her and Stamos were through and she had moved on to Who's the Boss? And she had moved on to Tony Danza. And then I just saw him, I guess he's, you know, he's he's obviously pounding the the flesh, uh, promoting the book. He's on... <laughs> That's a good way. <laughs> no pun intended. That is the phrase, right? Pounding the flesh? Or... No, like pounding the table or pounding the pavement. Pa- no, pounding the pavement, it's walking. I think, right? I don't know. I think pounding the... F- I don't know. Maybe I said it wrong. For some reason, when I when it's press, maybe it's pounding the press. I don't know. Maybe I said it wrong. But I, I got to look that up if that's a phrase. I think I said it right. Anyway, 
He was on Kelly Ripa and her husband's show. I forget his name. I apologize. But they've gone through so many different um, Kelly Ripa shows. But anyway, he was on Kelly Ripa. And he was talking about what's funny is, is that after season one, press the flesh, not pound the flesh. I think it's press the flesh now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, listen, it's definitely not pound the flesh. Okay, I, I think that. it's press the flesh. Whatever you're thinking of, it's not that. Okay. So it's something with flesh, no? Let's see. Press the flesh. Something. I might understand based on yeah. the circumstances of the story why you were thinking pound the flesh, but press that's the not flesh it. meaning what does uh greet people by shaking hands. Yeah. That's not push not uh pound the flesh. Press the flesh. Okay, doesn't matter. So he's out there pressing the flesh, shaking hands, kissing babies, telling everybody about his book. And he said what's funny was is that filming uh, Full House, the first season, wasn't doing well. They filmed the pilot. It got picked up. But ultimately, the numbers weren't doing that great in the first season. They thought they were going to get canceled. And they decided to give the show a, a, a chance. And they were like, so what we're going to do is we're going to move you to Thursday nights or whatever night it is in the summer to put you on right after this successful show and see if you get a buzz. And sure enough, it helped. They went and were right behind this very successful show. The audience stayed on to watch Full House, and it started to get picked up, and that show was Who's the Boss? So they put on... So he had already lost his girl to Tony Danza, and then Tony Danza saved his career. I had no idea there was such a a connection between... John Stamos and Tony Danza in so many different ways. Tony Danza breaks his heart, but I wouldn't know who John Stamos was or is without Tony Danza. Who knew? Amazing. I mean, did you say he put that in the book too or somebody else added reporting on that? No, John Stamos was on uh, Kelly. Uh, so he did, So he acknowledges he, that Tony Danza ended up saving him. Correct. He said it. He said they moved them to uh, behind Who's the Boss, and that's when the show picked up. He was probably so annoyed by that at the time. I would think. I would think. Not only not only is he stealing my girls, but I got to ride his coattails. But then when he started to become Uncle Jesse and a household name, and I would say, I don't know the, the ratings or whatever, but I would say culture-wise, at least for my age group, that Full House was bigger than Who's the Boss. Who's the Boss was a big show, but Full House... I think is bigger. Wouldn't you say Full House is a more successful? Well, I mean, from like me reruns when I was a kid, Full House was bigger. But I think for yeah. the age you are at the time, Full House would be because Full House was more for yeah. Kids. I mean, but I'm saying like Uncle Jesse and you know Uncle Joey cut it out, and you know that whole thing like and Kimmy and the 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 Olsen twins and all that stuff. Like I just feel like that was more well known in pop culture. I remember watching Who's the Boss. I definitely I think that's did. just because of the age you were. I guess. But I, I remember watching Who's the Boss. And believe me, uh, Samantha, what's her name, uh, was right around the same age group. She was she was right up there with Tiffany Amber Thiessen. She was right there. Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. She was right there. And Angela, I remember the show very well. I remember the show very well. But I still think Full House is probably more of a, a cultural thing than... I don't know what the ratings were, but I would think it's more successful throughout time. I don't think anyone was clamoring for a. It's definitely had a longer a life. Like yeah. Full House has lived on. That was yeah. a show that you know, like when I then I was in like middle school, was on Nick at Night every night. Right, like just it had a it had a, a right. revival. Like I don't even remember his name was Tony, right? 
and and who's the boss? His name was just Tony. Yeah. Right? The, the joke was he wouldn't respond to anything else because I think he was Tony in in uh, Taxi as well. But remember like, that uh, movie where he played the kicker for the Eagles? I vaguely remember that. Yes, the vaguely, garbage man that becomes the kicker. He was, he was also the pitch, the starting pitcher in Angels in the Outfield. That's right, Tony Danza. Um, but like, if you just asked a hundred random people. Different age groups, just you went and you asked a hundred people, like, which character do you know better, Tony from Who's the Boss or Uncle Jesse? I would think Uncle Jesse would blow him out of the water. Character, I would agree with you, yeah, 100%. Yeah, show, I think, is more split on the age, yeah, I guess. My I think Domin- Tony Danza is bigger than his character, but as big yes. as John Stamos is, Uncle Jesse might be bigger. That, that's a fair way to put it. Tony Danza himself is probably bigger. He was in Taxi, which was a wildly successful show. He wasn't necessarily the main character, but he was one of the ensemble uh, guys. Um, and then he did that. And then, yeah, I guess that's probably, who's the boss is probably his most successful thing. But you're right, Tony Danza's more associated with just being Tony Danza than he is being Tony from Who's the Boss, where John Stamos is Uncle Jesse. There's no doubt about it. Which I also think has... Is, is part of my thinking why the show's more successful because I think all of those guys, Bob Saget is is the father from uh, from the show. I don't. I mean, I know I mean, there's he, a whole generation of people, myself included, who thought like Bob Saget was like this really clean oh, comedian, America's father. I know. And you listen to stand up for thirty seconds and go, oh no, yeah, different. I know. And now that he also did America's Funniest Home Videos, right. So it was like he was definitely, yeah, he was absolutely like discovering Bob Saget's yeah. stand up. Yeah, when I was like preteen right. was like one of the coolest discoveries yeah. of like no. that age for me. Yep, like Bob Saget saying these words. I know was it was weird. I know. Yeah, he he kind of was like America's dad. Say, and so was Bill Cosby. That turned a different direction as well. Not kind of the, not kind of the same. Not as comedy, but different. But uh, I'm going to move on and take a phone call and pretend I didn't say that. Got to back yourself into a corner 877-337-6666. Mike Ooh. in Manhattan. What's up, Mike? Are you more a who's the boss guy or a uh, full house I'm guy? I'm a taxi guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ta- well, taxi was a great show. Chris, Louis. There's a big gap in age between both of them. About both of who? <laughs> Tony Dez is an old guy now. Same with, he's up there in age, but. I, I, when I read that article on um, TMZ that he was laid in the bed naked, he had to be a young guy staying most yeah. of the time. Yeah, so he's 12 years older. Um, right. Tony Dan's is 72 and Stamos is 60. So, yeah, okay, I mean, see, what? Stamos looks good for his age, let me tell you. Yeah, no. you, Stamos, I mean, right John Stamos right. is aged, you know, impeccably. Well. Right. He's, I mean, it's amazing. But um, who's the boss? He, he was, who's the boss? It was a great show. I watched it when I was a kid. I, he, yeah. was the, he was the housemaid. He was yes. the housemaid from, from Brooklyn. Yeah. No, I remember. It and him, and, him and his daughter moved job. in. And he lived with Angela and, yeah, uh, the, and, and, the, and the mother. And they had the wacky mother. The, had the wacky yeah, mother. And the, and the mother who was kind of like a similar, if I remember correctly. She was a big flirt on it. Yes. And she was she was kind of like uh, Blanche on the Golden Girls. Absolutely. Where it was like she was kind of like constantly dating different men and everything. Oh, yeah. into younger guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Before yeah. I get into the Jets of the Giants, I saw a screening of The Killers of the Flower Moon last week. Let me tell you something, man. This could have cleaned up the Oscars and beat them all. De Niro was, I got to take my hat off. The guy yeah, was incredible. You know, and I said, I said, well, that, I said that when I first saw oh, the trailer. Listen, I said, I hope this is an opportunity it. for him Over to get a last Oscar. Chris, it's over three hours 
long. I know, it's a little long. I heard it's a little it's long. It's a long move. That's an hour and 20 minutes. Let me tell you something. DiCaprio, he's, uh, let me tell you something. It's, it's, it's going to go head to head between them and Oppenheimer in, in, in the Oscars. Yeah. But don't fool yourself. There's an outside guy, Napoleon, coming up with, with, with a Phoenix. Oh, I know. Have you it seen the trailer? For, oh, it, it looks, looks amazing. I've watched that trailer oh, three or four he, times. He got back together again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, but let's, let's see what happens. But yeah, Napoleon second, looks really good. Him. Napoleon looks really oh, good. Right. Go see him. Um, Kills the Flower Moon. I, I, I'll try and go see it. I try. I will. I'll try and go see it. Did you get to see, um, I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if you saw um, Exorcist, the new Believer? I did not. No, I don't have any interest in, in horror Oh, movies. man. Okay. Listen, I, I enjoyed it. It was great. Okay. Um, Sunday, I believe. Um, oh, wait. Um, wait, one, one more thing. One more movie thing. Come on. Bring it. Oh, one more thing. You have Netflix? Yeah, you I have Netflix in the house. Watch Ricochet with Benicio del Toro. Incredible. And just and Justin Timberlake, right? Oh, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. I take my heart off to this guy. He's a he's a talented kid, man. Let me tell you something. And Alicia Silverstone is. She plays the wife to uh, to the cops, the Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You mean, and you one mean, of my favorite actors you mean, is in re, it. You mean Reptile. You mean, is in it. He's great. He plays the, cop, the, the, the boss cop. Let me tell you something. A great, great movie on Netflix. The way it was a ricochet. You got to wait. If you have time, watch it. Rep, rep, it's great. Rep, reptile is the name of the movie, right? Reptile. Oh, I'm sorry. What's up with Reptile? Rick, what Rick, I ricochet? No. Ricochet is actually a great reptile. movie. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my marbles. Reptile. What a great movie. And there's another movie that came on. You have Amazon Prime? Yeah, I got Amazon Prime. I live and breathe, don't hour. I? It's called The 13th Hour. It's about a, a crazy family. In, 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 in the, in, in, it's about a, a crazy son. It takes over the house. It's called The 13th Hour. It's on Amazon Prime. My brother told me it was a great movie. Right. I got to catch it. I got to catch it. You got to back he knows the stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to back and, um, Back to the Jets and Giants. I yeah, think sure, the, the Jets the, the jet destroyed him Sunday. <laughs> Uh, I, I think the Jets, the Jets ripped them apart Sunday. Oh, the Jets, Jets are going to rip them apart Sunday, huh? What do you think about Choke City, Philadelphia, buddy? Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. What a choke! What a choke job from the Philadelphia Phillies. That great team that was just put together just for the postseason. And oh my God, if only, if only Bryce Harper was a Yankee or a Met. If only Kyle Schwaber. Was was playing in Yankee Stadium. They'd never lose. They'd win. We'll see. I guess not. Couldn't hit. That's why they lost. Couldn't hit. But, yeah, I don't think the Jets are blowing. I don't think either team is blowing anybody out. This is going to be a, a hard-fought game. I'd be very, very surprised if this is a blowout. I'd be very surprised if we're in the third quarter, you know, with the game pretty much decided. I'd be very, very surprised. I think this is going to be a hard-fought game. Now... He was Ricochet is actually a very good movie with Denzel Washington, where he plays a police officer who makes a very famous public um, arrest of oh, what's his name? The guy for the the main character from Third Rock from the Sun, the older father, John Lithgow. John Lithgow plays a criminal, and Denzel Washington at like a public fair or something stops him from getting away from a crime by like stripping down to his underwear and he has the gun behind his in his underwear and he makes the arrest and it catapults his career he becomes a lawyer and a district attorney and like all because of this arrest and meanwhile john lithgow is like 
looking for revenge in prison, finally gets out. It's a good movie. And then takes revenge on him. It's very good. Look for Ricochet. Reptile, apparently, is on Netflix. But any other movies you guys want to talk about, if you would like, you don't have to eat the phone when you call, and then we can have a conversation where, like, you speak and I speak and you speak and I speak. That that would be helpful. But if you want to call about movies, I'm always in for movies. And he's right. The Napoleon, I, I want to see Killers of the Flower Moon. And the Napoleon trailer looks sick. It's just, you know, you know, um, Joaquin Phoenix is an excellent actor. And it just looks awesome. Napoleon is a very interesting figure in history, obviously. And the movie just looks fantastic. He's a general. There's war scenes. There's, you know, him trying to, it's still, whether it's a monarchy, he's becoming king or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what he is. All I know is, at Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Oh, yeah. 440. I can't, I can't sing. I can't do any of the things I like to do with this voice. You know what it's like to have a, a, a thoroughbred, thoroughbred stuck in the stable? That's what I feel like right now. I just want to let him run. I can't. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch Ridiculous. with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, we've almost reached the end. Another 14 minutes left in our five-hour midnight ride. I feel like we've we've done a lot. We've laughed, we've cried. We've laughed at the Phillies. We've cried at our own baseball teams. We've gotten ready for a Nick game tonight. Nick Celtics. Nets Cleveland. Rangers won a game last night. Another goal from Lafonier. That's three goals already this season. Player that needed to step up, and so far, not so bad from little Laffy. Hello, Laffy. Come here, Laffy. That's a, a poor uh, attempt at uh, genie humor. A la- Should I call you Al, or how about Din? How about Laddie? Come here, Laddie. 877-337-6666. I love the genie. It's my favorite Disney movie, Aladdin. Those were the great, those, those Disney movies right in that time frame. That's really where it was at, man. You had Little Mermaid. You had Beauty and the Beast. You had Aladdin. You had Lion King. Those four movies, that's Disney. Everything else, there's good movies after. Obviously, then you get into Pixar and all the different great movies, Toy Story and all that, but it'll never get better than Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. I don't think that's up for debate. Nick and Madison, what's up, Nick? Hey, Big Mac, what's happening, baby? What's up, buddy? How are you? Eh, you know, yeah, I, I wish you. I could get excited about baseball, but as a Pirate fan, it, it, it's tough. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Hey, I, uh, as as a guy that doesn't have a dog in the fight, after listening to Jet and Giant Pants go back and forth over the past week, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can't help but root for the Giants. I mean, the Jet fan just needs to calm down. 
take it easy. Yeah, the Jet. Well, yeah. listen. Yeah, the Jeff. The Jet fans. Here's the thing. The Jet fans. I'm going to say no because I agree with them. The Jet fans know that they're the better football team. I, I do believe that. Overall, they're the better football team. They have the better defense. They have the better special teams. Uh, they have the better offensive line, I guess. But you know, I, I think hopefully this giant offensive line has at least figured itself out but, not to but, be a. But sieve. deep down, deep down, every Jet fan has to know that yeah. going into any game is a crapshoot. I would with, think with, with, the, with your quarterback. I would think. Uh, I would think most do, but I think they just want to be braggadocious. There's, there's nothing they can't lose. They call me up. They be braggadocious. Well, you know, they're having some fun. They're enjoying it. And if they're wrong, they don't have to deal with some of the consequences. But I do think, you know, it's amazing. I did not think that there would be this this fan rivalry. But there is. There, there. It's more than I thought it would be. I, I don't know if I'm with the afternoon show. Thank you, Nick. I don't know if I'm with the afternoon show that it's um now all of a sudden the newest, biggest fan rivalry. I don't, I don't know if it suddenly has surpassed Yankees-Mets. But I do think that it's more than I thought it was. And you're seeing guys want to, you know, there's going to be bragging rights. There's going to be bragging rights. And I'm telling you right now, I mean, Jet fans, I think Giant fans are, like right now we have hope, right? You have hope. If they can go beat the Jets, if they can go beat Zach Wilson and the Jets, which is plausible, then, hey, maybe the season's still alive. But if they lose, it's like we've kind of come to grips with it on some level. Like, I think the Jets, you have the Aaron Rodgers waiting in the wings. Maybe, maybe, just maybe he'll be ready and he could be healthy. Hey, they're 3-3. Three and three. Hey, they beat Buffalo. Hey, they beat Philadelphia. Those are two excellent wins. We're three and three. We were we were hoping to be three and three with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we're ready to go. This defense is dominating. Like I th- I think it would be it's it's going to impact the Jet fan far more, far more. If they lose this game, if the Giants figure out a way to beat the Jets, the Jet fan is going to be impacted by the loss far more. Now wins are tough. Both teams are going to be boisterous about winning, but I think a Jet fan could be a little bit more obnoxious because they're putting an end to the giant season and now four and three and looking to be a player inside the AFC playoff picture where if the giants win, Hey, it's still a, a road to hoe here. They're, they're um, two in they're, they're three and five and still two games under 500 and haven't still yet beat anybody too impressive, but losing without question. Losing is tougher for the Jet fan. Losing would be tougher for the Jet fan because it really it puts a, a wet blanket over the idea of being a playoff team. Where the Giants, yeah, it ends the season, but you know what? At 1-5, I think many Giant fans were like me where the season was over anyway. Like, did you really get – did you go from 1-5 and five feeling like the season was over to beating Washington 14-7 to seven and feeling like, hey, hey, not me. I'm, you know, I'm expecting to lose this game as a Giant fan, and ultimately, I don't, I don't know what they can accomplish, even if they win it. Mitchell and Fort Lee, what's up, Mitch? Hey, Big Mac. Good morning. A few, a few things. Number one, what a great game last night. I'm so happy for Arizona. You know, they 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 shut down Philadelphia, and the crowd there was they there was just it's just great that Philadelphia 
finally can't win, and there's their fans stink, and mm-hmm. they're not even nice fans if you want to go there. So oh, no, they, I mean, listen, they stayed on brand. A lot of them, if you heard this, the ceremony on the field, a lot of the fans stayed in the building just to boo the Diamondbacks. It was actually a yeah. re- respectable job out of them, to be honest with you. But, yeah, Foo yeah. Philly, absolutely. Enough of them, That's the true. Eagles, the Phillies, enough. That's right. Number two, Big Mac, you know, if somebody else is looking for a new job now, I guess Chris Russo has to retire because he did say he on did his say. radio show, if, if he, I doubt that's going to happen, but it, no, no, that's, it's, just pick, it's just picking. That's number two. Number three, but Chris, this is the point I called up today was. Yesterday afternoon, around 3.30 in the afternoon, I get my emails. I see an email from the New York Jets. They have the audacity. They, they, now they're charging more money for their tickets for next year. They want to get they want to get paid November fifteenth for the season. Yeah. It's a complete joke. And Chris, it's another twenty five percent. They raised me twenty five percent last year. They raised me twenty five percent this year. And I asked I said, How many tickets have you sold for the whole year? Well, you can fit seventy two thousand met life. They're only selling about forty thousand. They want to have a count for next year to see what they can build for the team and get more people in there. When does it end for the fans where they just... So wait a second, you, you, your ticket prices have gone up 50% over the last two years? Yeah, it's 50%, Chris. 50%. I'm in section 317, row uh, row one. I got I got two seats there. I right. was going to buy two more, but I'm, I mean, it's, it's a joke. I mean, but they want to get paid. The season hasn't even ended yet, Chris, yeah. and they wanted me to pay my whole invoice yeah. before this. I said, and what kind of product are they putting on the field where... You know, it's like it's not fair to the fan where I can afford it, but people that can't afford or whatever else, you know, they want to take their family to a game or whatever. You keep on raising; they're going to just outbid everyone else, and they're only selling forty thousand ticket season ticket holders. I asked my rep, so I guess there's not that big a demand for jet tickets. And then he tells me, "Well, we saw the second market about what they can sell tickets for." I said, "You're joking me! You go to any game in December or anything else." You can buy tickets for forty eight dollars. My seat, yep. if I want to sell. So, yep. where is the jet? Why are they doing this, Chris? Why? Um, you know why? Uh, because right now you're three and three, and you got they went out and signed Aaron Rodgers, and they're trying to. They don't have Aaron Rodgers forever, Mitch. They have Aaron Rodgers for next year and maybe the year after that. They're trying to capitalize on that. Eddie and Rockland, what's up, Eddie? But I agree, fifty percent hey. over two years. That's a that's a. That's a pretty steep hike over two years. Uh, sorry, Eddie. Go ahead. What's up? What's going on, Mac? What's up? In, <clears throat> on the Jet Giant game, you know, like you said, it doesn't really matter who wins. They're both both franchises that don't know what to do with their quarterbacks and what the future is. And the last time we talked, you said uh, the Jets shouldn't are not going to resign. Uh, Zach Wilson. Correct. So who is the who is the Jets starting quarterback in twenty twenty six then? While the team is still good and Rodgers is gone and there's no Zachy Wilson. Who's your quarterback for twenty twenty six there, Mac? I have no idea. Ah. Uh, who cares? So it would What do you who, mean who cares? The team is still mean, gonna be good, mean, right? What do you mean who cares? I mean I don't care. They'll figure it out. I don't who cares about the quarterback position in twenty twenty six? It could be anybody. They'll draft someone in the third round, give them a chance. They'll pick someone up in free agency. I don't know whoever it is. It's not going to be Zach. It's I doubt very much it's going to be Zach Wilson. So the Jets are going to start all over as a quarterback right when the team is ready to win again. What What do you mean? I I don't understand what start all. Rodgers got two years. You don't want to sign resign Zach Wilson, right? Correct. Okay, and Rodgers is Yeah, because good for he's not two, good, Eddie. Years. He's not good. You make it sound like Zach Wilson as the starting quarterback in 2026 is good. 
It's not good. He's not good. Ready to win. He's he's gonna. We'll see what happens here over the course of this year. And if he plays well enough, where he they are winning, and you feel good about him, why would he want to go right back to being a bench a backup quarterback? Like he's gonna, they're gonna have value. They're gonna trade him. He's not gonna sit on the bench for two years. And he, and if he's terrible, why would you put him back on the bench? Like it doesn't make any sense. And you make it sound like what are they gonna do? Oh, in twenty twenty six, what's their answer? And you make it seem like Zach Wilson's a good answer. He's not. He's not a good answer. No, no. I need. I don't need to know if they're gonna make an adjustment. Either it's gonna be somebody's gonna be signed yeah. or somebody's gonna be replaced. You can't just go into the year going. Uh, Rogers got two years left. Yes, and that's exactly what Wilson you can do. Back. I don't. I don't know who the yeah, Giants. Who's gonna? Who's the Giants? Do I don't even know what the, who's the Giants' quarterback in twenty twenty six. I have no idea. Oh, they're gonna. They're gonna sit on uh, uh, Daniel Jones. You sure? So he shows, I, don't, I don't know. So he shows what he's got. Yeah, but it might be it might be a kid they draft. I have no idea. You can you can look up and down this league and not know who the quarterback is in twenty twenty six. I mean, you, you make it sound like that's some sort of how can they not know who the quarterback's going to be in three years? Like, who cares? They'll figure it out. That's uh, it's, the it's problem. That simple. They can't figure it out. They need to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, and, and, and with that, Aaron Rodgers, so they need to win the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. That's the deal. They signed up for a three-year run of Aaron Rodgers trying to win the Super Bowl, and they'll figure out after that. That's the deal. They need to win the Super Bowl in the next two years. Okay, so after this season, what do you want the team to do with Zach Wilson? Uh, If he plays well, I want to trade him. If he plays poorly, I don't care. Not have him be the backup again. And, And the replacement for him is who? I have no Whoever. Whomever, there's backup quarterbacks throughout the league. I don't care. Gardner Minshew. I don't care who. Whomever. Oh, the poor Jet. Good thing you're not the GM of the Jets. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you think's the better idea, Zach Wilson, who stinks, who who doesn't play well? What are you talking about? You think Gardner Minshew couldn't come in, or someone else couldn't come in and win these games? He doesn't do anything. They won the games with their defense. He doesn't do anything. What do you think? Next year they have to have the best backup quarterback in the league. What do you no, want? What I'm, what I'm saying is they brought in Rodgers so Zach can sit for a few years. I guess you're just going right past that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I never few. believed that to begin with. And then he came in and, and didn't play well. we got to see what happens. And if he plays well, then you have an asset that you can trade and get more picks for or something. I'm not sitting them on the bench. It never made sense to me to begin with. But you, you think you got some aha on me that you don't know who the, that I don't know who the quarterback is in 2026. Can we focus on the Jet-Giant game on Sunday and not who's playing quarterback in three years for the Jets when Rodgers is done? I don't think it's going to be Zach Wilson. Who will it be? I have no idea. That's it for me. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for calling, as always. Fleegs, you're the best. I'll see you guys tomorrow, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll start really preparing for the game on Sunday as we get closer. We got Thursday night football. Everybody have a great day. I'll catch you then. Warm up show is next.